in some ways, even some classics uh, like, what is it called? Like maybe Anna Karenina or something? <laughs> that might be considered. <laughs> Did you stutter? A... No. no. And that's her name. Anna, Anna, Anna Karenina. Karenina. Anna Karenina. <laughs> are you, are no, you good? Just, are, you're, <laughs> are you having a stroke? <laughs> Anna Karenina. <laughs> that's the you name. You probably mean like Anna Karenina. That's probably it, right? No, Anna Karenina. Anna Karenina. <laughs> Friggin'. No, don't. I, Visually gorgeous and incredible. You know, a lot of the stuff in the movie is real. Mm -hmm. You know, there's real planes and real G's, like Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) There was one villain that was worse than than Barbosa, Blackbeard, and Salazar. Salazar, and it was a female. Her name is Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Live there. It was Pittsburgh. It resonates with our city. We didn't even no, live I, in Pittsburgh. You, <laughs> you guys, I didn't you freaking. I'm not I'm making a point of saying it's like every other city in America. Dude, I can't take it. Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wiseworks podcast, everybody. All you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. There it is. Hi. Is your shoulder all right? No, probably not. <laughs> Are you guys sad? sad? No. Yeah, Christmas is over. Oh, yeah, it is. Ooh. It is. It's a little sad. I guess you're not sad at all. No. It's sad. It's a little sad. Yeah. Christmas is a good time. We got the new year coming up. It's true, but Christmas was just yesterday. This is like the sad sun. This is the sadness. Sad Monday. This is a sad Monday. Mm. And what I'm saying is. Day. Yeah. Working too hard. That's not the song. But that's kind of the song. Somebody gave me the wrong one. Mine's not this wiggly. Joshua. No, oh, it's that's what he tighten. was doing. No, it's no, just mine's, mine's not wiggly up here. Look, just tighten, just tighten it. No, it's not this. It's, it's What's this, loose? It's the screw. It's like right here. Uh-oh. Look, I'm just saying. When I, when I do this, and it starts right, wiggling. <laughs> I don't like the wiggle. You've never freaking had a no. wiggly microphone. Joshua gave you the wrong one. No, we, we move them all move the time. Them all the time. We it's move them all not the time. My fault. Wiggly is always yours. Mm-hmm. Solid. <laughs> Solid. Mm-hmm. Mine doesn't have a screw there. So why are we talking about microphones? Sorry, I was. I got distracted. Christmas is over. There's a lot of people that are sad. There's a lot of people heading home. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that got the post Christmas Sunday. Uh, yep. my, uh, Sunday. Sadness. <laughs> no, I also, don't. Also, I'm not f- thinking it's gonna be sad. Because the month coming up and going forward is going to be chaos. Yeah. You're not a Christmas person anyway. No. I'm just, this, probably this year coming up, 2020 to 2023. (laughs) You're struggling this evening. Will be chaos. Not bad chaos, just. One thing after another. I yeah. think you're just no, no, no. It's gonna be chaos. I no, it's I'm, not. Yeah, you're probably gonna have trips to go on. One trip. No, and then we I'm are, gonna be on parental leave. We're we're going on a trip. We to we Georgia. have a pl- trip planned like February, 
then right after February, I have one trip January. I'm not going on any trips February. I can't because we, we no, were talking, let me, about, let me, talking about us. Okay, you are in January. We're going time. on February, and then after that, it's just gonna be like chaos. And, and then yeah, and then the baby stuff. is coming. Yeah. Then you guys are moving. Then we're moving. Yeah. Man, it's Hold gonna on. be a it's gonna be a busy beginning of the year. Yeah, and then it'll be summertime, and it will all we'll all take a big deep breath. <laughs> But these these are major things that are happening. Mm-hmm. But and they are happening back to back. But you have like a month in between each one of them. You know what I mean? Or a month and a half, or two months. So it's like not detriment, right? To the but schedule. Uh, we're, we're not like saying it's detriment. It. It's just it's gonna be busy. It's gonna be busy. It'll, It'll be, be relatively a busy, busy year. So you'll finish one thing, and then you'll be planning for the next thing coming, mm-hmm. right? Be like bop 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 bop, and we'll get bop, through it. Bop bop, like bop. a rhythm. Yeah, like a beat, a beat. <laughs> yeah, boxing. and then once July's here, we'll celebrate my birthday, mm-hmm. and then we'll chill the rest of the year. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be calm mm. up to Christmas. Yeah, maybe, maybe it'll be fine. All right. Are you guys planning on getting married or getting a girl pregnant between that period? Of See, time? that's the wild thing. What happens then? Yeah, it's throws. When you get a girl throw, pregnant. I'm not saying that. Oh, when you get a girl, I'm just saying you know you could get a girlfriend at any time. Nah. You be honest with her and say, yo, my life is yours, but you got to support my career just like I'm prepared to support yours. Yeah. And then when that happens, there isn't any problem. You're just a little bit more happy. Oh, okay. That's all that happens. All right. I think we've talked about this before. It's like Josh and I will be living with each other, and I don't know know at what point if I'm ever going to live alone. (laughs) You might not. I might never live alone. I think my I life. will. I think I will. Because I would like, I, I'd like no. to, you know, live with Josh. I'm perfectly happy living with Josh, but I'd like to eventually, you know. Live with a lady. Live with a lady. But <laughs> whew, the 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 idea of just like being alone in in like a house. Yeah, I did myself, it for four years. It's not crazy. Don't care for it. It's your personality though. I could do alone? No, no, it. Do you think I could do it alone? Saying, I did it for four years. No. You're saying I couldn't do it, and yet I did it. You did it, but you were constantly watching New Girl. You were constantly yeah. just... You're saying it's my personality that I... mean, I, I was living on the edge of mental yes. breakdown. I know. I've, I've mm-hmm. lived with you long enough to know... Why you can't live alone? You're, you want someone to be around. Mm-hmm. Even what, if you're just in your room. You can live alone, but there's going to have to be serious practices. And if those practices are taken away from you, then you freak out and do something crazy. Like just go sit in Walmart somewhere. Like you might do a random thing that doesn't make any sense. I was in the fields a little bit the other day. The fields? Yeah. yeah the field. I was getting into the fields the and, other day. And I was like, man, I need to just like drive out to the beach and sit there alone by myself and see, listen that- to music. That's what I'm saying, dude. You end up like doing something weird. It, I need to kind of. I was like, I, was like I need to put on my dark clothes and just go brood a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I need to go let the world know how I feel. Yeah, maybe I need to just brood. No, that's never the answer. Brooding, brooding, brooding alone, brood? brooding alone in in your apartment doesn't have the same kind of mm. ambiance, the same effect. No. You got to be brooding in public, in public so people look at you. But oh, dang, that guy's brooding. <laughs> He's yeah. a brooder. I. Can't go out in public and brood if that's true, per se, because <laughs> mm. then I'm very rude to people. Like I'm, I just and 
that is not I'm not right. trying to be rude to people. I'm just trying well, to like. Uh, I think it's more for attention. It is. That's I'm just the trying whole, to get it. That's the whole goth I want, scene. I want people to notice I'm brooding, but not like say anything to me. Look, that's <laughs> like that's like the transgender scene. Uh, no, yeah. no, we're not touching <laughs> the that. Transgender, it's no. like the scene. No, it got the transgenders got replaced. Well, they replaced the goths. Could be and the cutters. <laughs> the cutters. <laughs> we're Jeez. definitely gonna be in, in no, trouble. No, we're fine. I'm just jokes. They're just jokes. Yeah, you guys get way too upset about stuff. I'm I'm not upset. Yeah. <laughs> um, not upset. Let's go not ahead upset. and carry this into our first topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of directors, directors, I was going to say brooding loners. Dang it. Um, <laughs> I thought you had forgot. What you... No, we're going to be talking a little bit about directors. Uh, we've noticed a lot online these days. The directors of large movies are often very vocal. Yes. You know, One specific. They're all, well, it, we just got James Cameron up there. Um, they're very. That's not James Cameron. No, we we I I'm I, we got a bunch of them. James Cameron was just the first one that That's came to mind. James Would you hush? Let why? So finish. they've been very active on social media in interviews. Whereas mm. you know, a couple of years ago, that might be James Cameron. I would say even ten years ago, yeah, we weren't hearing nearly as much from directors. No. You got something interesting to say? No. All right. Like, boys, it kind of looks like he's like, I got to poo. But <laughs> I, I'm at a red he's carpet, like, but I can't. I had this face this morning, actually. I'm getting off this face. Hold Why on, go back. To... Hold on, go no, back. No, this guy's Hold the on. same. Hold the on, same go face. back. Hold on. Actually, I do have a funny story. <laughs> this morning, I was taking so out. People have clicked on this clip. They're ready to watch about directors, and we're going to talk on. about poop. Hold on. I, this morning, I was at work. And I was trying to get the my morning routine done at work, right? And my coworker calls me. He's not in. So apparently somebody texted him. And they, he was like, hey, one of the apartments, uh, they need light bulbs because the cleaning people coming and clean the apartments can't see. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I got you. As I get the light bulbs and make my way to the apartment, which has no toilet paper, by the way, I feel a strong poo coming on. Oh, and no. so I'm replacing apartments like <laughs> oh, like light bulbs rather in the in the kitchen mm-hmm. and just as fast as I can like speed walking my way back to the nearest bathroom and but it, trying to I looked like this the entire time doing the thing with like you move the knees but like your torso mm-hmm. your butt to chest like has to kind of glide through yeah. the air because if it does <laughs> looking if it starts like, going up and looking down looking like Severus Snape walking yeah, through just, Hogwarts <sighs> yeah just gliding yeah um, the point of all of this is, <laughs> uh, we've had a lot of interaction from directors and yeah. I want to know, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Okay. My first thought is I, I want to diagnose it. All right. Mm-hmm. So I want to figure out in order for me to decide if this is good or bad, I have to look at the dissection of this process. Where did it start? Where do we see it going? All right. I think yeah. it really started with social media boom. I would say probably 2012. I mentioned this to you earlier. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, the directors are okay. Let me get clear. Let me get clarification. Okay, are you talking about directors saying wild stuff? I'm or talking are about you saying directors being in the limelight no. of a movie release. Directors directly interacting with people. 
Not I'm not talking about behind the scenes okay. yeah. movie stuff that you get on a DVD, okay. right? Because everybody's seen those. We've seen those for years. And yeah. that was originally like the only way that you kind of got input from the director. So through because of social media, we've been very connected as mm-hmm. as a people group. You know, we can talk to someone across the pond. Now. Yeah. And uh, I just feel like Directors have been being crazy for a while. We just didn't know it. Right? That's kind of what I was thinking. The kind of mystique of the director has been peeled away. Yeah. Right? They are often responding to actors and fans on social media. You're getting more like genuinely who they are Mm kind of through these interactions. Uh, A lot of stuff – Stuff about like when Joss Whedon, there was a whole controversy about Joss Whedon. Okay. There was the controversy around James Gunn. Uh, stuff like that has, you know, come out on Twitter especially. And you get people's responses. And especially on Twitter, responses are often snarky or angry or, you know, standoffish. Mm-hmm. And it can – it may not be exactly who they are, but it's more honest. Yes. You know, I will say this uh, back in the day before the whole social media boom where everyone had the, it, the social media mm-hmm. critics of films like the ones that that maybe we might find ourselves like in communication with. Mm. They would just wrote for magazines. They just wrote in newspaper articles and all the directors would look at them and, you know, cuss to other people about their stupid opinion. Right. Yeah. Now. Critics are everybody, mm-hmm. and they can respond to Whatever. anyone they want. Yeah, which was never the case before. They the the bad review from the critic or the positive review just got printed, whether they had any input or not. They didn't have a response to that. Mm-hmm. You know, because no be, one was going to print their response. Or you'd to have the to like review. write a letter to the director's PO box or whatever, yeah. which never got, which no, would never become public not, information. And, and in there, there's not going to be a public reaction. But you can go and type in, "Yo, at James Cameron, what's mm-hmm. your problem? What's your deal? What's wrong with you? Exactly. You know? Why did you make this stupid decision? You, know, you could do that for anybody." Here's the thing. Now they're not they're not a huge director, but guess what? We uh, for our reactions on our studio channel, I tagged the chosen YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. All right, they left a, a comment said for thanks for reacting, or and they started answering a few other people that left comments on our videos, like specific questions yeah. or thoughts that they were sharing. So the chosen YouTube channel was interacting with people in our videos con- cool. comments. Which is very cool. Because I tagged them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, there are big creators and individuals and directors that are interacting with one-on-one people. So my question to you guys is... Is it good or bad? Do you th- would do, do you prefer your directors, the ones that make the movies that you enjoy, mm-hmm. do you prefer them to not be vocal about things? Aside from maybe like their movie, yeah. Do you prefer them to not be uh, personal? I feel like my answer is twofold. Mm-hmm. One, I like to know about the person who's making something. So mm-hmm. no, I would. Yeah. 
The second thing, though, I want if they are going to respond, I would like it to, to be genuine and not to get uh, people talking or to be this almost like the studio talking through them. Yeah. Being that, like, we have to be very politically correct and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Just talk. Well, for example, uh, there was a guy who tweeted, um, he said, James Gunn doesn't like Henry Cavill, right? Hates Henry Cavill. Crazy thing to say. Not a crazy thing to say if he has heard this from people who – If are, he has resources. If he has resources. Or sources. So somebody in the comments tagged – James Gunn and said, can you confirm or deny this? Mm-hmm. James Gunn responded Dang. saying, it's false. <laughs> I do not hate Henry Cavill. So the original- He's just too handsome. The person who originally said the tweet said, I've got sources. I got like 40 people telling me that you hate Henry Cavill. <laughs> and James Gunn is like, yeah, well, I got like 40 people telling me that you live in your mom's basement. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So these this high-end director was clapping back to a normal. Right. And, you know, this is writing. So we don't know if he was just having fun or if he was being- like defensive, really defensive, yeah. because maybe he does dislike Henry Cavill, and he doesn't want people to know that. And and this dude is pushing the right buttons. Mm-hmm. Well, right. I mean, as a guy, most people don't like Henry Cavill. He's just too handsome. Yeah, he's too wide. I liked him better when we all thought he was gay. <laughs> he's too wide. <laughs> like he's got those big shoulders and the the abs and those thingies. <laughs> The comb gutters. <laughs> no, 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 no. The thingies, like, <laughs> right here on the hips. The V taper. Yeah, whatever that is, those it's muscles. It's called a... I don't... Mm-mm. And so... I can't bleep myself. I edit this. The, the V taper. That's what he's talking about. And he's, Brooke, and he's just too, uh, like... he he He's, like... It's too handsome. Too handsome. Too handsome. That's why I said we... I liked him better when I didn't know we had to compete for... <laughs> for Henry Like, on Gavel. the same level. I thought he was into dudes. Girls love Henry Cavill. That's the problem. Every time I'm listening to like a podcast or something and, and Henry Cavill's brought up, girls are like, oh my gosh. Like I watched The Witcher just for Henry Henry Cavill, Cavill is the biggest heartthrob. He is. I think girls like him the most. The most. Like, the most. What, what actor do girls like equally? I don't know. Our parents, Brad Pitt. Uh, Jason Momoa is. But Jason Momoa has this, you know roughness to him yeah why people like him yeah he's he's definitely henry doesn't have quite henry that. yeah henry's very like, statue of david uh, yeah timothy chalamet uh, no he's more no. niche like it that's a niche attraction henry yeah. cavill is for the masses girls <laughs> girls like timothy chalamet because it, it's you know you know he's not uh imposing he's girls like girls like, like the uh, girls like henry cavill because he is imposing isn't that a weird dichotomy? Yeah. But he's also sweet. He's sweet. That's they they like a they like a guy that they could throw around. They like a guy that could throw them around, <laughs> right? This isn't about directors. We just got off. Yeah, on you Henry should Cavill. not n- name the clip about directors. You should name it "Why Henry Cavill." <laughs> Why then... Henry Cavill? <laughs> just play Henry Cavill and yeah. post that. I'm sure it'll get clicks. <laughs> um, so I'm starting to hear Jordan Peterson in my head going like. Men should not be not uh, attempt to not become monsters. They should become monsters yeah. and learn how to control it. <laughs> That's a pretty good uh, Jordan Peterson. I think 
I prefer the directors to not be um, people. <laughs> you, you, you understand what I'm saying? I understand. What you want is Denis Villeneuve, who's so busy with his epic fantasy yeah. or sci-fi that he is that he he doesn't have time for right. all this nonsense. He's, yeah, he doesn't have time for the nonsense. He's busy because he knows he's the best. Yeah, right. He's, he's not. He's not around. defensive. Also, he doesn't. You know, he's he's not, he doesn't fully understand the language. Also. Right. Well, that's <laughs> that too. But you know, he's. He's more focused on what he loves to create mm -hmm. and less on the critiques of the peons, so to speak. Yes. You he know? knows what he's doing is good, and if no one likes it, he liked it. Yeah. And he's confident in that. But so you should have a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. But I am i don't stand with the people that are I'm – an, I'm an artist. Right. I, my stuff is so pure because no, it's not. Well, here's the thing. And we're, but we're – Sorry, you want to go ahead? I want to go ahead. Okay. Here's the thing. Denis Villeneuve's not that person. Yeah. James Cameron is that person. He's also very vocal about all his opinions and interacting and stuff. And, and we responding to We've people. seen that from Someone's See, I feel like, like you guys rose-colored glasses I, on No, for I this feel guy. like Denis like for Denis Villeneuve and uh, you know, Chris Nolan, Quentin Tarantino, right? No. Quentin's not in that. Hold group. on, hold on. No, Quentin I'm talking. Is, I'm, talking okay, on, let, later, I'm, I'm talking on the level of the stuff that they create. They're creating really nice oh, stuff. Okay, really yeah. enjoyable stuff. Yes. Um, but we hear like so often from these artist directors. Yeah. You know, they're so vocal about um stuff other than their own. You know, Tarantino, mm -hmm. Martin Scorsese. They're always oh, Marvel's not real cinema. At this point, it's not. You know, but also the people define what they love. Yeah. You know, you created something that they like and they enjoyed it. And so it it becomes art. Yeah. And the, unfortunately for like those guys, their fan base, the people that pay them and consume their content, their size is shrinking. Yeah. As time goes on. People who want more the classic film stuff, art you know? style films, the. And so those guys are often very vocal about it. James Cameron's like, oh, I, you know, don't think that the conversations in Marvel movies are very great, <laughs> you know, even though in movies that he's made, the dialogue's been kind of shit. <laughs> I'm just, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You got Quentin up here? No, I didn't put him up here. He's, but Quentin. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino's you didn't around. Quentin or Steven. So I'm just saying, yeah. I, I like when they are more movie focused when they are focused on their craft yeah. and are proud of what they do mm -hmm. and less so on what the fans are saying because that makes me think of the uh, adult baby people that are working at like Disney <laughs> and well, you know, a lot of Hollywood. It's just like people who are, are more way more the... concerned about what critics are saying and what people yeah. on Facebook and YouTube are saying. Yes. You know? Which you shouldn't be when you're at that level. Not necessarily. Yeah, I I would agree with like 98% of that statement. Nice. I think you should be a little bit vocal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not for an apologist for these production companies. Okay. Or or for um fans. You know, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be letting a fan bring you down to their level and because, you know, what do they say about an idiot? An idiot will 
bring you down to their level and beat you with experience, <laughs> right? You'll try to argue with an idiot and they yeah. will they will make turn you into an idiot and you'll just and then and they're better at being an and idiot. they're better at being an idiot and then they're so, gonna make an idiot sandwich yeah so <laughs> what the what what you do by engaging like james gunn did on twitter is you kind of just make yourself look f- more like a fool instead of more like a mysterious person who's doing things behind the scenes yes you know you Which, can't criticize that as much no um, I did want to say, ba- like bouncing off of this, contrasting that with like mm-hmm. Jordan Peele. So his he talks a, he has a lot of messaging about in his films. Mm-hmm. All right, it's social, political, racial, racial. Mm-hmm. But he does let his films speak for him. Yeah, he you will rarely hear him talking about these issues in an interview or online or tweeting about something. Jordan Peele doesn't say anything. Well, I and even what he has said, yeah, I have I have actually heard him say, "I want to make movies starring black people." Yes, I want to make movies with black people in the cast. That's my yo. That's one of my goals, and that's his prerogative. Absolutely, he is allowed to do that. And he's if he's making good movies, he's making good movies. And Nope was awesome. Nope was awesome. Us was was decent. Uh, Get Out was pretty darn good. A lot of people. A lot of people like. Two out of three of those movies. And he's yeah. also producing other other studios and other creators that are doing mm-hmm. something similar like him. So he's helping other people in the industry yeah. also make more like black focused films, which is fine. Like it's mm-hmm. not like they're recasting. They're creating new stories with black protagonists. Right. That should be taking place. Now, I don't know everything. He, If you guys know if he said other stuff, I don't know. I don't follow him on Twitter or anything. So. Uh, the yeah. thing is, who do you think? Uh, uh, hmm. What? Huh? Who, who do you prefer if, to direct a? Uh, if you gave had a script and you put it in front of one script in front of Jordan Peele, and one in the same script in front of Tyler Perry, who do you think would make a better film? Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Um, for me, I would probably give it to Tyler Perry. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? <laughs> look if, if you got jordan peele and tyler perry you're like here's this amazing script i can give it to jordan peele and he can make yeah an amazing horror movie <laughs> or <laughs> i can give it to tyler perry well the thing yeah, is yeah. he can also make a comedy or he could make a comedy jordan or i could give it to tyler perry and just watch what happens yeah, and it'll be chaos. Mm. No, no, he's he could he could make some serious. Tyler Perry has made some some good like yeah. dramatic films as well. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying. I <laughs> but what is he known for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. The wildness. <laughs> it's like he's known for freaking Medea. Yeah. yeah, if you if you give it if you give it to one of them, it's like I I lean towards Tyler Perry because, because that's the more curious. That's the chaos in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So you're. Fun. I didn't mean to dis- derail you. Right, I just had well, that thought and wanted to. To throw in there. Here's one. Uh, Christopher Nolan or Denis Villeneuve. Who are you giving your movie script to? Chris Nolan. Chris Nolan? Nolan. Yep. Yeah. Nolan. I'm always giving it to Nolan. I, here's the thing. A lot of people think he's getting crazier and crazier with his films, upping mm-hmm. the ante on the complexity. Yeah. Which makes me wonder what freaking Oppenheimer is going to be like. But Ooh. after Tenet, however, Ooh. I like it. I yeah. love upping mm-hmm. the ante. Christopher Nolan has always had a mix of explain what's going on mixed with impossible stuff going on and he mixes them perfectly to where it can't happen 
realistically. It can't fully be explained, but you are convinced of it when watching the film. Yeah. That's what I like. So, I don't want it to feel like it could be real. I don't want Interstellar. I don't want people to actually I would, be cloning themselves. I would also pick him, but I think there is this very fine line with um, explaining and showing us something, but but not making it like an art piece, and you can you can pull whatever you want out of it. I really like something like I know he, he uh, um, Inception. I like that movie because, and this has never really been proven, but I have a theory about the wedding ring. That was his real token, and they show us it enough. It's not your theory. Well, it's not my theory. It's a theory. That's a theory that you like. Yeah. Um, but I'm all, I'm pretty sure that's true. Mm-hmm. That's a it's a thing. Never been confirmed. I like that because they show it enough so we can kind of come up with this conclusion. A Chris Nolan like, as a policy will never confirm. No. A, a movie like, now this is uh, throwing it way back, but like 2001 Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. where it's just so abstract that you have to be like what was that about it you was about life and you have to the only way you can enjoy it or even come to some conclusion is if you like smoked a whole <laughs> like joint prior yeah. to watching and then so i would give it to nolan for concept mm-hmm. because nolan does concept really good yes. i'd give it to villeneuve for vibes for ambiance he his movies seem to have the vibes he does have the vibes (laughs) he has kind of this mid-century modern vibe Mm -hmm. yeah villainy does yeah however okay walk walk with me here i'm walking tip 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 this is the best way i can personally categorize christopher nolan's vibes that resonates with me. You wake up in the morning. Mm. You're starting like the the day's moving forward. You look in the mirror. You have a large pimple on your chin. What? Okay. What? Okay. You know it has a big white head on it. You know that Stop. pimple is going to I can't. I can't do this. I said go with me. I, and you said okay. I I'm said okay. I didn't know this is where you were going. Otherwise, I wouldn't <laughs> open that door. This is the vibe that Christopher Nolan gives. The pimple will pop, but we are on the precipice precipice of the pop, okay? Pop, pop. And he's, it's like that with everything. You couldn't have said a cliff. <laughs> it's a cliff. We're on the precipice. No, I'm telling you, this, yeah. this really sends home my point. You're walking. Okay, keep going, keep going. There's a volcano. The volcano the is about to erupt. It's about... No, the build up. no, because everyone Wait, resonates with a pop okay, and a pimple. I lost the analogy in the story. I was focusing on the pimple. Give me the analogy again. I said, Denis Villeneuve has a specific side of vibe, okay? Mm-hmm. His yeah, is mid-century I modern. I got that. Not ethereal, but kind of an epic ethereal, mm-hmm. a mystery, okay? No. Christopher Nolan, his action, uh, drama, it doesn't matter. Everything feels like you're squeezing the pimple, and it's not, it's going to pop, but it hasn't yet. Oh, That's okay. what all of his films feel like, okay? Like, yeah. there should be some kind of conclusion. No, it but feels it... like it's going somewhere that's going to be big, and it's going to not be very fun. It's going to come crashing, and it's going to really... So what I said, concept. Yeah, concept. So I like why it's better. I lost concept, yours in the story. It's concept versus no, vibes. But No, but that 
So you don't like Chris Nolan's pimple vibes? Stop saying pimple. I can make please this stop, a thing. Please stop saying pimple. It's not going to be a thing. I'm not going to let it be. No, I don't want to be the you before you pop the pimple. You are freaking. I'll slap you if you keep going on this pimple thing. I'm telling you, it's making me sick. Right now, I'm being serious. Telling you, you it's making you me sick. You got me it's sick. Actually, like, turning a couple my podcast to go with the shrew. You guys are so weak. Okay, it wasn't a. Sh- it was a shrew. What I'm saying. Concept. Yes, I get you. <laughs> Vibes. I get you. You like this. You like the story they, development of Chris both, Nolan, but both, you like the feeling of both Denise. directors have both. Yeah, Chris Nolan has big vibes. Uh, mm-hmm. Denis has big concept, but I think Nolan has more concept, and Denis Villeneuve has more vibes. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you're going with, but yeah. you're mixing the two. I feel like that's cheap. I'm not mixing. You just you mixed it. You said I'm saying Chris Nolan's concept. I'm saying they all they have both. (laughs) Mixing. I'm saying they have both, but I'm saying one prioritizes one over the other. Yeah. Go ahead. Are we good with directors? I was gonna. I'm good with directors. Do we do we we figure out if it was good or bad? You said it was bad. You said said it was good. Yeah, I said I don't know that I like it. Wait, what what am I saying? Was good or bad? Do you like I've the lost Do you like, do you like the, the amount of interaction we're receiving? Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, you think in it's moderation, a good thing? In moderation. Let me say that in moderation. So you're about fifty. Okay. I don't, I, I don't know where want, I stand. I, I want to see it play out. I don't want an apologist for a studio or for I, this culture, but mm-hmm. I do want to hear from the people. Yeah, but that's going to be actors across the board anyway. Actors, directors, doesn't matter. Unless you're it's like, you know, no yeah. one wants to get fired. Out of the industry. True. If you're vocal about anything and it's contrary, you're going to get fired. Okay. It's what happened to, you know, what's his face? And Gina Carano. Yes. Lots of people. Lots of people. Thank you, Daniel and Katie Lilly. Thank yeah. you so much for being our Patreon supporters. That's right. Every single week, you guys enjoy exclusive content mm-hmm. and early content. And man, oh, man. If you could, does um, that tier get exclusive content? They get early content. Yeah, they get some exclusive. The, the reactions, once in a while, we need to do more reactions. Yeah, we got to get on that. But you know, the watch parties, mm. they get they get the exclusives. Yeah, and you too can get the exclusives and early content if you just go to the link in the description and select the Patreon tier that best fits your content enjoyment needs. Um, just like Daniel and Katie, you get free shoutouts. They don't pay. Well, they do. They pay for content. We give them. We we throw yeah. in a shout out. Yeah. And we also get their name at the end of the podcast credits. So there's a lot of benefits there. And you can join us and have a good time on Patreon. And uh, we love you, Daniel. We love yeah. you, Katie. Thank you. Thank you. You want to kick off the next section? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. I'll kick it off. Kick, kick it off for us. So, uh... Two weeks ago, we talked about the difference between fantasy and sci-fi. We discovered, well, we didn't discover, we just delved into, dipped our toes into this concept of subgenre fantasy. Mm -hmm. So we decided we are going to delve deeper, because we said we would, into the subgenre of fantasies. (laughs) You strain your arm going like this? No. I figured you would one of these days. Every time you're making a point on the podcast, you're like... Josh has got that f- that finger, that finger wag. he does a finger wag. Yeah, I did I do notice. I I do the hand gestures a lot. You do a lot. Of, a lot. I mean, I I like, like to stick what in here, 
But you hit us with this one. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I'm going to tear that off one day. <laughs> Jesus, grab the... <clears throat> okay. So I found, uh, I found a website that really does the work for us. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is subgenres of fantasy. Yes. So we are going to list them and we are going to kind of give the examples that they give here. Mm-hmm. As well as there's elements. They give uh, specific uh, typical elements you find in these specific subgenres. Yeah. And so we we're can break specifically, through Specifically, oh, two weeks ago, it was sci-fi. It was broad. Be- it was the broad. difference between sci-fi and fantasy, fantasy. we went into fantasy and we didn't. We're, now we're officially just breaking down fantasy. Yes, we're not touching sci-fi. We're today. breaking down the fantasy. I believe there are genre. seventeen el- seventeen subgenre that this article is covering. Article, yeah, there's prob- I think there's really uh, over a hundred. However, wait, can you think there's enough that we could make up our own genre mm-hmm. of? Fan- okay, we got to make up our own. It's ideas. like it's like naming stars. You can do it, but where does that money really go? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and having the, and they've Wait, all kind of been it? named. You mean you're paying <laughs> I, somebody? I want to do that. Like, so they give us examples. Yeah. Okay. I want, I want to pull it like a different example. If you can think of a different example that fits this okay. subgenre, let us know. If you okay. can't, you know. We also, can leave comments as we go. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what you guys have to think as well. Uh, high fantasy slash epic fantasy. Yeah. Typical elements. So the the main the main uh, example was Lord of the Lord Rings. Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, typical My elements. Mr. Tolkien, sir. Uh, lengthy journeys, dragons, magicians, assassins, legendary swords, royalty, medieval societies, battles, a hero or uh, hero heroine of humble origins, exotic names, a map on the land, uh, a map. <laughs> On the inside cover. Okay, yeah. so you Kay. notice when I said this two weeks ago, I said I, I brought up maps when we were yeah, talking yeah. about this. I would, yes, they're saying high fantasy. I would just call this like the classic fantasy. This That's is, how this is high fantasy. This is the classic most common fantasy. Yes, it. And a lot of stuff falls into classic fantasy, but high fantasy is very is it. Epic fantasy, yeah, right, yeah, because you can have you can have classic fantasy with this kind of stuff without it being epic fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Willow. That's one I say. Yeah, there you go. That's example high fantasy. A, example. Mm-hmm. That's high fantasy. Yeah, there's more. There, we're gonna show them, but I don't want to cheat. Um, I also would say that a lot of these kind of stories have, um, they tend to have. A specific kind of prose to them yeah so especially with lord of the rings it's gonna read like an old story yeah right um this is not a movie uh the door within would that be cla- like high fantasy no that no. doesn't fall within no. the- what that's now, portal that's portal fantasy. that's portal fantasy which we're See, gonna get to. I don't know which, all the fantasies. Which has high fantasy elements, but it's ultimately portal. But ultimately, the the what defines it is portal. Yeah. It literally, says it, the door within the journey. Okay, the journey okay. is what I didn't makes know there this was a epic. door. A yeah. door fantasy a, portal. Portal, portal fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> the, that's what Narnia the, falls under. Okay. The journey is what makes let's, this epic fantasy, like Wheel let's of Time. Go to the next one, then. Sanderson. Because if we have to go through seventeen, that's that's gonna be all right. Uh, other examples. Um, yeah, Earthsea, Assassin's Final Apprentice, Empire. Uh, Lies of Lachlamora, Name of the Wind. Mm-hmm. 
Game of Thrones. I thought that said Assassin's Creed. Game of Thrones will show like, up again later. Assassin's Creed yeah, is so Portal. Six of Crows. Okay, Emperor's so, Blades. So oh, I was thinking, I was thinking Game of Thrones, but I thought that would be like drama fantasy or something yeah. like that. I thought that it's was going to show up again thing. later. We got low fantasy. Uh, things like Harry Potter. So typical elements: supernatural creatures, hidden magical spaces, real world myth, mythological influences, mm-hmm. characters discovering the existence of supernatural forces. These are the typical elements for a low fantasy story. Things like Harry Potter. What else? If it if they didn't have a portal, portal most of Narnia stuff. <laughs> that's that's. Uh, so somewhat, yeah. yeah. But you guys remember, remember the portal, like Spiderwick Chronicles, yes. yes, or uh, Arthur and the Invisibles, no, um, or you uh, Arthur and the Mini Moys. I liked the idea. No. Um, the concept of Spiderwick was was good, but yeah, he stole my idea. But it, yeah, they did. It's often idea. magic that takes place in our world. So okay, can I can I side story real quick? Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Um. When I was like 11 years old, I was a little boy. I had just watched Lord of the Rings for the first time. Mm-hmm. So I think I created a story called um, A Book of Fairy Tales. Yeah. And it had this concept that if you read it, things come to life. Mm-hmm. Okay. You open kind of like this, this uh, ever-expanding mm. world or universe that kind of melds into yours. And then I realized, and then like a year later, they came out with Spiderwick Chronicles, mm. which wasn't exactly that, yeah. but it was dang close. They and that was the first time I ever felt ripped off. No, yeah, they they had the idea before you, but you didn't know about that story, so you came up with one that was basically this that Spiderwick. And yeah, then oh, we did that. John out. Mark and I did that. We had to experience that many times, yep. <laughs> many times, because <laughs> we would. I couldn't even imagine. We would watch something like Gladiator mm. when we were too young. Right, and be like, "Oh man, the gladiator scene is really awesome." But we had also watched Ben Ten, <laughs> so we were like, "What if there was like an intergalactic gladiator match, and they would steal people from different planets mm-hmm. and uh, have them fight each other in wait, these what, gladiatorial what matches?" I want to watch. Well, this. we realized that there were several. There's like Planet Hulk mm-hmm. does oh, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, you know, they did that, but. When we realized that our idea wasn't original, we were really let down. Mm-hmm. Space Jam also does that. Space Jam. Uh, it, we were just like, oh, man. That, <laughs> man. The like, basketball game, though. Do they fight? We're yeah. like, oh, man. We, we, we made up all these really cool characters. Mm-hmm. You know. You could still do it. Everybody be ripping off in Hollywood <laughs> these days. <laughs> well, you don't realize that till later. I mean, James Cameron's doing it with, with Dancing with Wolves. Yeah. Okay. So uh, other examples of... Oh, Artemis Fowl, absolutely. So Artemis Fowl, War of the Oak, City of Bones, Twilight, Mm. Silver Storm. I will say... (laughs) Shiver, Storm, two different ones. I will say that uh, Harry Potter also defined the magical school or school type. Yes. Um... Yeah, fantasy. The, yes, school type this, fantasy. Or like this, Wednesday, they just came out. Yeah, that, that's yes. a that's a school type magic. That's a school low fantasy. Type. Yeah, low fantasy. Uh, all right. Wait a minute. Let's move on. So these portal fantasy, fantasy types are more of. Uh, They're all fantasies. No, uh, you'd call them more like 
trope fantasies. It's no, there's it's sub-genres. one it's one usually big trope that defines what genre you're in. Yeah. So it's it's essentially when a when a trope grows up into an adult it becomes a genre. <laughs> so it's like when a shrew becomes a mouse or a, a, a mouse or and then a mouse becomes a rat. rat yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Based on Pokemon logic. Okay. Yeah, so so we got Portal Fantasy. Portal Fantasy. All right, Narnia. so typical mm-hmm. elements, uh, magical within. portals. Yes, you got it. Lots yeah. of animes. What? A, what's another good portal? Um, Harry Potter has portals. Yeah, but it's not a portal fan. It's going Dragon from- Tales. Dragon Tales. Dragon have a Tales portal. Is a portal. Yeah. Good deep cut. Deep uh, cut. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. I was thinking of the you know. I, what do they say? That what's the? I wish to live in a dragon or a land of heart, something like that. Um, what's that one? <laughs> you guys remember that TV show? It had the kids, but it was in a, like an electronic thing. It was informational. Yes, and they had like a <laughs> bird. bird. Yes, the bird. Yes, cyber chase. Cyber chase. Yeah. Thank you. Dang yes, it, dude. Woo! Oh, that was good. Cyber Chase was <laughs> Cyber a that Chase. was a solid show. I don't. I know the name. I know I've seen it. I can't recall what happens in Cyber Chase. I don't or know. characters. I don't remember except for I remember the bird. I remember the characters. I don't know what happened. I, I can't even recall what. I can't visualize Cyber Chase. I just know the name. I what can is visualize the bird, the beak. Of the There's bird. a little robotic bird. Yeah, There's yeah. a bunch of kids. They're always going into different worlds and learning things about like geography and math and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dang it. I know I've seen this show. <laughs> um, so fun. other examples, you got Alice uh, in Wonderland. Peter Pan. Yeah. First star on the right and straight on till morning? No. Portal Fantasy. Because they don't go Alice to in portal. Wonderland, the rabbit hole, Portal Fantasy. Yes, but never... Uh, Neverland, Peter, the, the Peter Pan... Second star to the right and straight on till morning, no, the they portal. No, fly. It's a real place. But, no, they don't. It's but, a portal. They have to fly in that direction. It, it's they hit the, the portal. I think it's the closest one to define Peter Pan is Portal. I yes. don't think there's another huge trope that really defines it. Another hey, genre. I'm going to create. This is the one I'm going to create. Is oh, having Pan. to travel to the magical land where you get lost and then eventually um, find it. No, I'm going to name it. Long Journey They're going to snatch the- you. Get snatched. Get uh, snatched. Fantasy. <laughs> fantasy. I would stay away from snatch yeah, in general. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just for a title. Especially when kids are involved. Our theme song yeah, is, yeah, yeah. they're climbing in your window, they're snatching your people All right, up. look, look. Urban fantasy, contemporary mm-hmm. fantasy. So um, typical elements, cities, secret, supernatural, underworld, hidden passageways, modern weaponry, blah, blah, blah. Arcane. Blah, blah. Arc- what? No. No. no, 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 no. No, that's different. Arcane is steampunk. So, uh, I haven't seen any of these examples. Have you seen any of these? Storm War of the Oaks, did you see that? Stormfront. Angel Fall. City of Bones. I don't think I have, I don't think I know any of these. Man, we gotta educate um, ourselves on the, uh, so, no, I would I've say, urban could, fantasy. Fantasy. Uh, in, uh modern weapon. Um, I would say, oh. Do you have an example? I feel like I do. Um, I don't think I have any example. This is actually, this seems like a nope. genre that's Grimm, did you guys ever watch TV show Grimm? No, I've never but seen I feel it. like I have one. I just, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, I just, I don't know. Would that Will Smith, a Bright film? Would yeah. Would that be considered yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, fantasy? That would, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that Netflix, it was, it was Netflix, right? Uh, yeah. I feel like there's a whole bunch of examples of this. 
It's all right. I threw one out. Escaping me. I threw one out. We have a lot to get to, mm-hmm. so we'll have more examples. Paranormal or paranormal romance. Blech. Fantasy. Keep going. Twilight. Yeah. The major. That, that's very the major offender. <clears throat> Nobody cares about these. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We we gotta shout it out. Some people like this. Uh, warm bodies. Half yeah, to the I grave. Love warm bodies. You love warm bodies. I love warm bodies. It's such. A it's good a pretty movie. good film. No, it's a weird film. It's um, amazing. Fallen. Yeah, and Twilight. So vampire, fairies, werewolves, angels, demons. Uh, I guess uh, that one show on Netflix, Lucifer, that'd probably be considered probably paranormal yeah. fantasy. Um, zombies, ghosts, psychics, love triangles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so fantasy romance, high fantasy romance. Wait, what's then? Is that what we Typical did? elements, uh, medieval societies. Royalty. So this is Politics. like this is like romance mixed mixed with high fantasy, epic yeah. fantasy, warlike female characters. So you're often female. on like an uh, an epic adventure, but there's a big romance thing tied in, and so sex like, and magic and betrayal. A lot and of cruelty. Disney princess films. Mm-hmm. I like Beauty and the Beast. Like, yeah. Um, Tangled. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, these are all most romance Disney fantasies. Princess, yeah, so. there's often a big adventure with the romance. Yeah, yeah, th- and there's there's a th- there's even some some good ones. I I mean, in some ways, in some ways, even some classics uh, like what is it called? Like maybe Anna Karenina or something. <laughs> that might be considered. Did you a, no. no, and that's her name, Anna, Anna Karenina. Karenina. Anna Karenina. No, 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 no. Are you, are no, you, you just, uh, you're just <laughs> are you having a stroke? <laughs> Anna Karenina. <laughs> That's the you name. You probably mean like Anna Karenina. That's probably it, right? No, Anna Karenina. Anna Karenina. <laughs> Friggin. No, don't. I, no, I'm, like, I'm, don't. I'm, 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 I'm yanking don't. your chain, dog. You know don't. I'm right. Though, yes, right? I know you're tug, right. Tug. Okay, I don't know if that's a good example, but it's probably. one that comes to my brain. Um, <clears throat> the next one's young adult fantasy. Y.A. YA fantasy. This See, is a popular man. This is yeah, so, so a lot of these like romance ones cross over. Mm. So you're gonna get well, a lot of these cross over. With yeah, each other. Hunger Games has a big romance thing. Um, you know, Shadow and Bone, Twilight. These are all gonna be similar. Uh, but the big one that defines this is um, Vampires Academy. Yeah. What is this one? Uh, <clears throat> what this? Yeah, young adult. Yeah, there's often like it's a, it's very much centered on usually like a girl. Yeah, yeah. This is a very this is a very teen girl story. Teen girl. Um, so typical elements uh, is like we throw in teen girl, but then you get orphans. Vampire um, Diaries. That's Vampire the show. Diaries. That's absolutely. What we just, I was thinking yeah. of that show. I just couldn't. It was that. Um, high school or school like setting. Mm-hmm. Adult mentors, uh, first romances, yeah. hidden powers or skills, sky high maybe. Mm. Not really. That's, <laughs> yeah. Um, That's more of a school centered. Yeah, coming centered. of age dilemmas. Mm-hmm. Um, this Love this, triangles. Did love, you say that? <laughs> no, it didn't. It did not. Mary Sue's. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah, get, yeah we get yeah. it. Scroll down. Okay. Children's, children's fantasy. fantasy. Okay. Typical elements include orphans, unhappy children. Cruel or absent parents, princesses pr- or princes, princesses, monsters, both friendly and unfriendly, dragon tales, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. fairy tale influences, secret portals, tests. Yeah, this is what created the adult childs in their thirties that we have running around today. Uh, That's right, the millennials. Yeah, 
the ones that are angry that they're not princesses that mm-hmm. hate their parents and see you know um still kind of live in fantasy worlds someone who li- who thinks of themselves as a character in a child's fantasy is going to be president one day yeah that's why either that's mr a, or, or madam president were they them president or are they them president <laughs> if we get i think a... that's a generation below yeah that's the most they thems that's okay. a higher probability um no i, that's your we, I yeah we get mine. it um, <laughs> the same generation. Okay, no, it's not. Ninety-five was the cutoff. All right. Ninety-five was the millennial cutoff. Uh, examples include the Neverending Story. Okay. Alice in Wonderland, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, The Chronicles of Narnia, Peter Pan. Like we said, there's crossover. All right. Mm-hmm. Caroline, The Northern Lights, and so on. Just completely skipped over Matilda. <laughs> Shout outs to Matilda. Hey, That's yeah. an epic movie, by the way. Fairy tale. Fairy tale retellings. So uh typical elements. This is actually confusing. Is this like every single remake of Romeo and Juliet? Kind of. Uh what examples do they have at the bottom so I can kind of get an idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you any like retelling of grim fairy tales? Okay. Um so I think they have uh, Beastly. Mm-hmm. But wasn't that the one with um, – it's Beauty and the Beast. Basically, uh, yes. Yeah. It was Beauty and the Beast. H- Hutch and uh, – mm-hmm. and Vanessa Hutch, Hutch. The Beast yeah. was a bald dude with tattoos. Yeah. He looked like Ryan Reynolds as the first – He's yeah, the first Deadpool. dude. First Deadpool. So, so basically a normal guy. <laughs> Nowadays, a normal yeah, guy. A dude with alopecia. Yeah. And tattoos. What – what alopecia was the beast curse? They were like, they were like, he How has, rude. He ha, he is ba- he's a handsome bald man with tattoos. It's like, okay, so bro, we have that everywhere. That's like the desired guy nowadays. That's right. You know, and scars too. He yeah. had scars. Did he have scars? He had scars for no reason. I think he had scars because he got in, in a lot of fights. I don't. I don't remember. I don't, uh, typical I don't elements: curses that need to be broken, mm-hmm. like Snow White. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Witches, <laughs> Snow White. Wild forests. Snow White. Snow White. What do you know? Princess Princesses and, and princes? That's like Snow White. What? <laughs> Evil queens or kings? Oh, that's almost exactly like Snow White. Monsters? Snow White. <laughs> Wolves? Probably Snow White. <laughs> Romance. Snow, Snow White. White gets an A+. What is dwarves at? Snow White gets an A+. Plus yeah. For hitting- For doing all uh, the things. For hitting fairy tale retellings fantasy genre. Personally, I like uh, Beauty and the Beast more. Yeah, that's true. I'm, uh, I love me some And they got wolves for sure. Oh, mm-hmm. I got one for All this. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a good one. Sword and sorcery. Mm-hmm. Sword and sorcery. Heroic fantasy. All right. There can only be one. Highlander. Highlander. Ah, <laughs> uh, right, that's typical close. Example. That's close to this and historic fantasy. That's almost both. I would say it's more this. Okay, yeah. so let me let me give the typical elements. Mighty heroes, damsel in distress, battles, yeah. magic, mm. sword play, That's romance, yeah. moral sword ambiguity, oh. action and conflict. Mm. Wait, what is it called again? What's uh heroes the, and or swords? It's and, called swords and sword and sorcery. Heroic, heroic fantasy. fantasy. The main example in this article is Conan the Barbarian. Dude, Elric. Never watch Conan. Elric is on there. Nice. Just oh. Yes. So uh, these are th- this is like as classic and epic and hero mm-hmm. as possible. We fall into this. I feel yeah. like when I think of this genre, I just think of the eighties. 
Like, yeah. yeah. I just think the eighties. Yeah, because every good, every good, uh, every good sword and sorcery heroic fantasy had like a <laughs> yeah. a metal band to go with it, yeah. with matching mm-hmm. cover art. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like this, dude. Uh, we're talking like lightning in the background. Uh, you know, pr- you know, probably Toto playing yeah. on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the good old. <laughs> it's days. like everything I think of for Highlander. Like, Lightning, Queen playing in the background. What was the song they played? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. Uh, Queen, the Queen soundtrack for Highlander. Bohemian Rhapsody slaps. No. no, I don't know it. Uh, okay, so we're gonna have to hit these a little quicker. I think it was a here we are. Yeah, <laughs> born to be kings. Oh man. Okay, can we can we hit these pretty quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Sorry. right, medieval Talk fantasy, Arthur and fantasy, Arthurian, Arthurian, so King Arthur. Okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, oh, gotcha, okay. gotcha. Okay, so typical elements, royalty, uh, arranged marriages. This is going to be like your base <laughs> fantasy. Like there's not really going to be the last duel. A magic sword. Battles, right? dragons, wizards, quests, knights. It's it's closer to like our medieval yeah. history, but kind of alternate. Mm-hmm. So Societies, legends, the, what's swords. The, the one with Matt Damon, the, is it called The Last Duel? The last that, duel, no, yeah. that's that's just that's historic. That's not fantasy. <clears throat> oh, that's based on real history. Mm-hmm. Well then, I think there'd be a I good addition to this little any list. like King Arthur thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you were gonna have one that said Prima Nocta, it would fit here. Yeah, yeah. Um, historical fantasy. Mm-hmm. That's where you're gonna get into stuff that's, um taking place in our history but sort of is pseudo yeah fantasy yeah taking you know it's all yeah mythological influences um, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what we're going for i would say i would say wrath or uh uh clash of the titans is like a historical fantasy because it technically takes place in our world and but it's in based an ancient on God's ancient gods ancient version of right. of what the world was. Yeah. So it's taking inspiration. Um Yeah, well, I'm think I'm trying to think of another good one. Would like maybe something like uh not not I am freaking what is it called? Braveheart. Would that fit into it? No. What does Braveheart fit in? That feels it's like historical history. Fantasy. No, it's just based, straight up it's history. based on a historical character. Yeah. To what lengths do you think they have to go for it to be considered historical fantasy? Like how how stretching of the truth? Well, you got to be – being like if, if we were to do King Arthur. Yeah. yeah. Um, throw dragons in there. Throw, yeah, throw some dragons, throw Merlin, throw in legit spells and mm. shields and, um, you know. Kind of like Quest for Camelot. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. That's a solid. And then you Kid get – Kid in King Arthur's court. And then you get historical yep. fantasy. Y'all remember Kid and King Arthur's Court? Yep, I don't. <laughs> Heck yeah, I'm wanting high fives today. Did you ever see that one MacGyver episode where they he time yes. traveled to King mm-hmm. Arthur's? That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> MacGyver's yeah. a sick show, though. Yeah, not the new one. The one with uh, with uh, why would Richard you even Anderson. reference the new one? Because you have to comic Rick fantasy. Anderson. That's MacGruber. Comic the, the new one. Comic oh. fantasy. All right, typical elements, ridiculous or pathetic characters, quirky. Yeah, satire. Okay, so uh, what's the most, what's the most, uh, your mother was a hamster. 
your mom, your dad smelled of elderberries. Elderberries? Oh, uh, Monty Python. Monty, Monty Python. Python. The yeah. most traditional well, comic, comic fantasy. fantasy? Yes. yes. Oh, something funny. Comedic fantasy, yeah. essentially. Yeah. But that's the same thing. <laughs> the comic. They're fantasy. almost the same. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. I. This is instantly Terry Pratchett for me. Yeah. Is everything Discworld. Everything Discworld. That's all funny. Um, science fantasy. All right. So this is kind of. Yeah, so this is going to... It's close to science fiction, but not quite. Science fantasy. Yeah. Okay, wait, then give examples then. Why, how can, what's the difference? Typical elements, fantastical planets, and alien races. Magical technology, grand, divine, or supernatural forces at work. Um, Victorian era influences. So, this is where we're getting almost Star think Wars. of like yeah, almost think Ooh. of like sci-fi but with Ooh. magic. Oh, uh, like Star Ju- Wars, Ju- Jupiter's ascending. Ju- Ju- yeah, I think that could be. Yeah, fantasy. that's very. They're very historic. I mean, uh, like it's it's aliens, but it's like very historic in mm-hmm. world. Um, w- world. Uh, what do you? Uh, world. <laughs> when they're when they're taking a world to make them older, what would you call that? Um, I don't know. Move on, because okay. I can remember. Interstellar, possibly. No. You sure? Yeah. Science fantasy. That's science fiction. What's well, like science and magic? You know. Uh, Star Wars. What What do they have here? Okay. Uh, dragon fight. Cinder. The knife of never letting the knife of never letting go. Shadows of self. I feel like I've read Shadows of Self. I'm not sure. Maybe. I haven't seen any of this. The fifth season? Don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, a harder one to define, I guess. Let's move to a, to one that's very well known. Grim, Grim dark, dark fantasy, all mm-hmm. right? Typical elements. Thieves, assassins, torturers. Uh you can say crime, murder, raiding, you know, yeah, violence, rape, corrupt, rulers. Ooh, I shouldn't say, shouldn't say that. Probably shouldn't say that. I Man. said raid, no. raiding, raiding, like pirates, like in the pirates movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They, they in Pirates of the Caribbean, they always said raid, plunder, and pillage. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, raid. <laughs> That's what. You okay, so. Game of Thrones does fall yeah, we, into this we, category. We see it they, here. That's yeah. what we Lies talked about La- last week. Lamora, the blade itself. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, um, Price oh, yeah. of Thorns, All the Black these. Company. There's a lot of different ones. Mm-hmm. I would say. Okay, hold on. I ha- I might have another example for historical fantasy. Did you watch Black Flag? Mm-mm. Yeah, a little bit. You watch Black Flag? I wonder bit. if that fits into that, or if that's just grim dark fantasy. No, if it's based on like no. our history, yeah, it's it's, it's it's a fictional it story have, based on it may like have real and dark, fake pirates. It may have grim dark elements. Yeah, okay, uh, gothic fantasy, dark fantasy. So mm-hmm. ghosts, graveyards, cryptic, kind of like Wednesday. Yeah, they have Coraline in here. I would, yeah, absolutely. I remember what I was gonna say about Jupiter's ascending. <laughs> world harvesting, world harvesting, harvesting a world. Gotcha. Yeah, or their whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, that like was the Clone Wars. What would you? I I I feel like Dune is definitely science fiction, but it also has an element of science fantasy. Okay. Yeah. What is the guy doing? He, is that a bell? Ding 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 ding. 
Yeah, that's yeah, a bell. Yeah, yeah. He's calling the evil spirit. What is that? I can't this is gothic fantasy. What is that? Sabriel? I can't read it. That lights me Sa- away. Sabriel. Sabriel. Okay. So gothic fantasy or dark fantasy. We're talking graveyards, crypts, tombs, zombies, monsters, necromancers, mm. ruins, haunted the castles. Adam's family. Runes. Yeah. Yeah, the Adam's, Adam's family, family is it. Fall Wednesday falls into that. Um, some examples they have here. Um, something wicked this way comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these we just haven't seen, so we don't need to name them all. I think the we're getting close weird. to the bottom. Um, <clears throat> the new weird and typical elements, gritty, realistic, uh, fictional settings, uh, science fiction and fantasy tropes. Doesn't follow a lot of the structure. typical stuff. Like, so it's got yeah. Annihilation on there. Mm-hmm. We watched that. That was very... Yes. Didn't follow kind of like typical tropes. Very ethereal. Um, it yeah. Is, it's called The New Weird. weird. The New weird. weird. It was weird. Let's, there, let's go through these last weird. few quick. That's it. That's the last that's one? It. Okay. That's it. Cool. That was 17, guys. Very fun. So if that's about pretty dang extensive. You can go deeper, but I don't think mm-hmm. it's necessary. You can pretty much fit almost anything or a, or one story into a couple of these, right? Yeah. You don't need to go much past this this amount. I think okay. this covers it pretty much. I want to – I have a fantasy that they didn't talk about. This could be one already that just wasn't on our list. Mm-hmm. Um, the In a Dream fantasy. In a dream. So, it depends on what the elements are to this story. It's is a it fantasy. a happy dream? Is it a dark dream? It's a fantasy story where the character wakes up at the end and it was all kind of a dream. That's what I'm going to say is my fantasy that I came up it with. It could be this. portal. It could be portal fantasy. Kind of, but not really. Be, no, because they're not in a portal. They're in I a mean, dream. A, but the whole sub- story takes place in a, a mental portal, essentially. Yeah, but this is the one I'm coming up with. It's different. I mean, than you could portal. technically consider uh, isekai uh, anime like that too, where it's like, oh, you you um, wake up in a game, or you wake up as a baby in a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. You know, like Lost. No, that was sur- that was a survival. Like, um, what's a modern example? I don't think there is one. There has to be one. Uh, it was all a dream example? Oh, it was all a dream. I was thinking Isekai. Um, yeah, that's why I said Lost. Lost, yeah. Yeah, Lost. And that's my that's the genre that I'm coming up with. I don't know. I feel like it could be Portal fantasy or it falls it into could, something else it could it could but i'm creating as a thing so we're so that's its new thing it, it depends could kind of fall into there it can fall but, into any of those like is it written for teens is it like a teen story yeah but we already adult. said it could be multiple is it is it gothic is it dark then it falls into something you know is there this is the fantasy that i have come up with even if it already is a what's thing. happening a dream. in the dream it could be multiple but it probably fits but I feel like Narnia is a portal fantasy with high fantasy, ep- epic high fantasy yes. elements. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And what was the Harry Potter one? Low fantasy? Low fantasy. Low fantasy. Some I've low got fantasy. A, I got a low fantasy story. I'm cooking up. Cool. Well, cook, cook, cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cook and whatnot. So uh, what do we got segment-wise? Are last we... segment. Oh, last. So we got one and then monsters. One and then monsters. Okay. So briefly... I would like to, since we have kind of just come off of Christmas. Yes. Christmas. Uh, Everyone's sad. It was really sad. But here's, I think. <laughs> ah, boo I, I got a list of movies. I think it's 
Um, it's a full list on your phone. You dipped away from the mic. <laughs> a full list on my phone of <laughs> movies, yes. Um, these are movies that are Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Maybe Christmas is in the background or it's the setting, but they're not about Christmas. Yeah. So I'm sure everybody knows Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Christmas is the set. There's a setting. Huh? And it's Christmas guy is Die Hard. in it. That wasn't nothing. That was for me. That was for you. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> this is an action film with Christmas as a backdrop. It's what? Yeah, yeah. It's the setting he was in when this all happened, right? Yeah. And the reason people bring this up a lot is because there's a lot of Christmas reference in it. It's not like other ones where it's not referenced quite as much. Um, so we're going to be talking about these kind of movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you were telling me about this earlier, I was thinking like, okay, so we have to wait for another year before we get Christmas again. Mm-hmm. So what's kind of like fun Christmas in July kind of movies? Yeah, like movies. You watch a Christmas, give you a Christmas spirit without it having to be full on Christmas season like Hallmark. Or if you're trying to, yeah. if you're trying to transition from Christmas to back to normal, you can use these. Yeah, these, these have Christmas in the background, but it's not going to make you feel like you're watching Home Alone or something. So this is basically oh, like, like we're that. we're reminding you of these good movies that you should watch. Yeah. Okay, so you got Die Hard. What's next? Uh, I don't know what you put next. I didn't get all of yours, so you probably want to put uh, your I've list got up. a whole list here. Let's uh, get Die Hard. I put Lethal Weapon. Okay. Did you get that in there? No, no, okay. no. Okay. Lethal Weapon's another action movie. Mm-hmm. Christmas is a big part of what's happening Mm -hmm. but not quite as much as Die Hard Trading Places Mm -hmm. this is such a good movie and the fact that you guys haven't seen it hurts me (laughs) I haven't seen it in fact it irks me a little bit does it yeah Uh, it it makes me sad no I think we watched this look I might watch it we're done with the Mm -hmm. Christmas season I'm needing to get out of this season I'll watch I'll, I'll use Trading Places to get me out this is a good one that takes place during the holidays and but it's not like about Christmas or anything. Yeah. It's just happening during that, and that kind of sets the stage for some weird stuff to happen. Cool, very fun. Uh, I got I put Sound of Music on here. Yeah, because this is one that a lot of people say mm-hmm. they watch around Christmas time, and that uh, the old TV show TV channels used to play all the time around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, if if this doesn't watch this movie. if if Sound of Music when they're like. Learning how the do re mis mm-hmm. in their sundresses with a guitar out in a field. If that doesn't get you like out of the Christmas funk and <laughs> yeah. excited for the new year, I don't know what won't, what will. And some Nazis. And some Nazis. Some run for the Nazis. Yes. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, you On can YouTube? say Nazis. They haven't kicked Kanye off YouTube yet. He keeps saying Dang. it. He keeps saying it. Yeah. Stop. Kanye. He's a he's a Hitler sympathizer. Um. I put Three Days of the Condor mm-hmm. uh, because that's like a, a thriller. Okay. It's taking place during the holidays. Groundhog Day mm-hmm. is – it's not Christmas, but it's holidays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's still in that you're just coming off the holidays, mm-hmm. you know? A lot of people watch Groundhog Day around Christmas time. Um, Gremlins. We just watched it We just recently. watched it. We, we did, did a, yeah. we did a watch It's kind of like a horror movie that takes place during Christmas time. And it gets real wacky for like – 20 minutes yeah. there towards the second the, toward like the end of the second half uh, end the of the lion, second half is crazy the, movie. the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe ah, absolutely this is very much uh, Christmas themes mm-hmm. lots of Christmas themes in this especially because you know this is a lot of snow hot chocolate presents um, Santa 
yeah, Santa and you know, kind of enchanting sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, almost like those you know the the fairy tales that you tell around the fire. And the cool thing is, it's like it starts with winter. So like right now is the perfect time to watch. It starts mm-hmm. with winter, but hope comes as spring comes. Yeah, as Aslan <laughs> is on the move. So Aslan as as we are ah! enter as we're exiting the winter, and we can say Aslan's on the move. Mm-hmm. Spring's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I got Babe. Okay. <laughs> uh, babe, it, you know the pig, kind of touches on some of the darker <laughs> themes of of the holidays from an animal perspective. Yeah. So it's like a babe very much wants to make himself useful. Yeah. So that he doesn't get eaten. <laughs> don't get same it. with like Wilbur from <laughs> Charlotte's Web. Yeah. yeah. Needs the spider starts writing the stuff in the web so that Wilbur doesn't get eaten. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Harry Potter. Harry Potter's a good come off the holidays. This series. so ABC yeah. used to play Harry Potter uh during Christmas times. Mm-hmm. Like would play all the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. Um so that's a good one. It it's got a lot of holiday themes. Very festive. Let's see. Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Very Christmassy, very um, enchanting. Also, it's it's a different kind of story. Mm-hmm. It's a Beauty and the Beast story during Christmas, and yeah. so kind of, kind of, it, it takes a different turn. But ultimately, uh, it'll take you. It'll it'll bring you in for Christmas, but it'll take your mind off Christmas. Yeah, and realize yeah, we're put it in a weird place though. You might not want no, it. No, it, it ends in a happy, tragic story. It'll make you cry. I haven't seen the end of it. You never. We started watching it, and then we were like, oh, we're going to do something. For real? Yeah. We started it one day. It'll make you cry. I only got to the part where he got arrested. Oh. Look, uh, all of these movies are solid. If if one or two of these tickled your fancy, just mm-hmm. watch them, especially if you're having a hard tickle, time tickle. today or this week because of the end of the holiday. Yeah. We know it can be a hard time. Maybe not three days of the condor. That'll that'll get you par- that'll get you paranoid. <laughs> Maybe skip that one unless mm. like you love that. Unless that's your thing. I love Three Days of the Condor. Um, I don't know. Watch something I like good Four like Condor. Sound of Music or The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Watch something just oh good. That's it's long but it's good. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah, they're all good. Um, last thing we got Monsters to Pit, so we can wrap this up. Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. Interesting picks, both of you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that from Sandlot? No, no. that's Cujo. What? No. What? That's, that's not Cujo? No. That's not Cujo? What Cujo's is that? Cujo's who? I thought, all right. That what is thought? the monster dog from, from the Sandlot. That, the ball. The beast. The beast, beast. Before they realized he was just a normal dog. Yeah. So that is what I'm presenting because that is his form here today. The beast. The okay. beast, which means he is—he's the size of a lion. Yeah. No. Right? Okay. All of he's his, a dog, but he's the size. All of, a of lion. his legend was debunked by the end when they realized he's just like a fun. Little what did dog. I literally just say? I thought you were gonna—I thought you were going with Cujo, who really just ran around that town being a menace, breaking through walls, breaking into cars, biting people. No, I don't there's even know who Cujo dog. is. Stephen King. I don't know who that is. No. Don't don't. You're always just. This is I'm something I, I can't take. I'm not angry. I can't take. I'm not angry. Don't, don't treat disappoint. me like my dad. I'm just disappointed. Don't shut up. <laughs> you can't. You I can't totally always just. You always just either you're either tearing me down, or you're just sagging your head, and I can't take it. I. It's a good pick. 
I like yeah. the beast. It's, it's, a, it's it a is fun scary. Pick, it's a scary but will it win against what thing. I picked? No. Okay, you have the little raptor dogs from uh, Avatar. Yeah. Them fangs are sharp. Yeah, and they've got multiple legs. But this they, are they as strong as the beast? I think so. The beast chain mm-hmm. is like each link is like that thick. I you got to remember that the perspective of those dogs is compared very, to a large, very different. Yeah, it might be roughly the same size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was. I was like, it might be roughly the same size. Um, okay, but who who's stronger? Definitely, he's got more husk to him. He's got more husk. They have six legs, so they're quicker. Or eight legs. His teeth are way sharper. Six. He's got six more legs. legs. Six. Yeah. I want to. He'll juke you. He'll be like they don't. They don't have gotcha. two in the back, two in the front. They got one. In the, they got two in the middle. Two. two in, oh, okay. They're like a caterpillar dog yeah. with six legs. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, I don't know. He's he's got so much more body mass. Like these these are like slender and ripped and, mm. and move quickly. But like we we always we're always pitting like what's the weight class, right? That's how yeah. we how we usually pit anything in the in the animal kingdom and the human kingdom. We say what's the weight class, right? This is a different weight class. I feel like let's also he consider more, this. More mass. No, he he grew up he grew up isolated in a backyard so he's mean right he, he is never mean. ran free he's got a lot of pain they had to survive on pandora yeah they got to defend themselves yeah well they that could just mean they're really good at hiding i mean too. I, I, look after uh they come after, out at night after a tour on pandora you might want to go to hell for some r&r <laughs> all right <laughs> Everything on this planet wants to eat you up and poop you out like juju bees. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. These dogs specifically could just be really good at hiding. That's why they come out at night. No, they're nocturnal. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. They, they also come out at night, which would be, give them reason to not be that vicious. Unless they're like, they're literally wolves. They hunt in packs. Yeah. Do we, one of these versus one of these. I'm still going with that. There's no way. Do you know the names of these? Or just the dogs from There Avatar? was no name. Um, Everything has a name. Pandoran wolves? I don't know what these were called. Uh, but I don't know. The, the, right. the Na'vi have bones that have naturally occurring carbon fiber that reinforces them. I'd imagine that they do as well. All right, we're giving it to the avatar creature. I outdogged you. Oh, alpha. <laughs> you alpha dogged. Wow. Which Dang isn't it. something I that actually believe, occurs in nature. I can't naturally. believe the alpha dog dogs. monster from the Sandlot lost his pit. What's wrong with you fellas? I actually would have Sorry. probably argued harder for you if it was Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> but the monster dog would probably kill Cujo. Cujo's no, rabbit. No, I just had a good pick. Rabbit? I genuinely... yeah. I so he's thought, on. He's on a different level. We don't even know if he's rabid. He was a myth. No, he wasn't. He's created in the minds of frightened kids, yeah. frightened boys. I honestly thought that you were going to pick what I picked because Avatar being so prevalent this week. No, I went with something else. <laughs> uh, on Friday night, we're going to lift your spirits once again to get into the new year. All right, I don't. I think it's right before the new year. 
The Midnight Special comes out on Friday nights yeah. at 10 p.m. on audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast. You can also watch the video version on Patreon. Links in the description of this episode. So go check that out and sign up for that tier if that interests you. Yeah, yeah. That's all we have. We love you. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you in the very next podcast. Don't forget, Aslan is always on the move. Or as he's on the not he's, always he's on the move he's on the move right now yeah. um, so for people still listening I think we should probably tell them that we are doing a Avatar review soon because we haven't mentioned it yet and it's been out man y'all had the well, whole podcast no. to mention Avatar no that came out a week ago that's what I'm saying we haven't we haven't mentioned it yet on the podcast we've mentioned it on the studio channel.